everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. And you can't see it, but I got a chain around my leg. <laughs> he always does. Uh, that's just that's just that's just normal <laughs> week to week progression on Screams After Midnight. Uh, but of course it is the October Thon. This is our horror movie podcast. We get together, we talk about a horror film, a bunch of extra episodes mm-hmm. in October, and we're kind of using this October Thon to like clean up a lot of sequels. And one of the franchises that are <laughs> Not ending, but it only just begun recently. Uh, was was the Hammer Dracula series, which you know the first movie won a vote a couple of months ago, and we put that out. So this is the second film in that series. This is the Brides of Dracula from nineteen sixty. So I'll get a bit more context in a second, but uh, we'll start spoiler free, of course, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get to spoilers. This film came out in nineteen sixty, as I said. Uh, it's directed by Terence Fisher, who directed the first one, mm-hmm. and. Uh, notably, it does not have Dracula in it, despite the title. <laughs> Bre- no, now, admittedly, it could just be the Brides of Dracula and Dracula's never seen. That's fine. Mm-hmm. However, they're not Dracula's brides. <laughs> they're this other vampire's <laughs> brides. So, uh, more mm-hmm. on that a little bit later. But uh, So, this is the second in the Hammer Dracula series, although notably without Dracula himself. Uh, but we're here to talk about this. Uh, there's uh, seven or eight of them uh, in, in total, including one of the, uh, like a rogue one that Christopher Lee did outside a hammer, which we'll get to. <laughs> so, yeah, here we are. So this is, this is it. Uh, as far as the premise of this one goes, uh, we have Van Helsing investigating a a small town because of uh, the, the spread of the, the vampire disease, the cult of the undead, as he sometimes referred to mm-hmm. it as. And we have our other main character of Marianne, who is a, a French teacher who is moving to this this boarding school to teach, well, I think French, uh, but <laughs> she, she uh, ends up without her her coach driver uh, at the start mm-hmm. of the film, ends up spending the night at this this mansion with the, the, the Baroness, whose son turns mm-hmm. out to be the, uh, the main vampire of the movie and kind of locks his eyes on her and she uh kind of you know gets mixed up and everything so uh, and of mm-hmm. course as the title would imply there's a few victims throughout the film uh becoming new mm-hmm. vampires so that is the braids of dracula in a kind of spoiler free nutshell uh so we'll dive into mm-hmm. it tim now you had never seen i mean i don't think you've seen any of these movies right this is all new ground for you yeah uh, there was i i i've seen uh, Count Dracula with Christopher Lee, which I don't know if that I don't think it's that's not the Hammer part one. Of the no. Hammer one, yeah. We, just, we, <laughs> so. we discovered that last time, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, no, these are all uh, new to me. So what did you think of the Braids of Dracula? I didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so I actually really liked the you know the first one. I was, I was surprised uh, you know by it. I, I thought it was you know pretty good. Uh, this one, yeah. Uh, I I think there was like some cool stuff. Uh, towards the end once like i guess maybe some of the you know more horror actiony elements kind of start taking place like i was into that but i think everything before that was just kind of a big slog um you know it, it just really bored me i don't really care about the characters like you said like there's no dracula and i actually was kind of excited because like you know i'm thinking like you know dracula the book like the you know, like the brides or whatever, the, like, you know, those like couple of women that are in like Dracula's castle, like in the beginning, like, I don't know. I thought that part was like really cool. So I was thinking it was maybe going to have something to do more like that. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. Not, <laughs> not at all. 
so yeah, I, I I'll be honest. I was actually pretty disappointed with this, even though I, I won't be like a hundred percent negative. Cause again, I do think there is some cool stuff at the end, some like kind of silly stuff, but like, I don't know. So like kind of stupid there, and silly that there's, it works. <laughs> there's a really silly thing at the end that, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into obviously when we get yeah. there, but I, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm as negative as you, but it is definitely mm -hmm. a huge step down from the mm -hmm. first one. And it's, Honestly, it's it's kind of goofier in places in a lot of ways. It feels like it's it's lost mm. a lot of mystique, and it's just kind of a, a ho hum. Like we we had to churn out a sequel quickly, which like the fact that it didn't get Christopher Lee back till the next one. I, I actually mm. watched the first like five ten minutes of the making of because I I've got the Blu-ray and like there's like a thirty minute mm. documentary on there, and they mentioned that Christopher Lee was unavailable. They didn't say that he refused or anything like that. They just said he's unavailable. Oh. And I'm like, wait, you could have just waited a year and <laughs> done a movie then. <laughs> So this was something they churned out quickly because they just wanted to get another one out there because the first one made them a lot of money, presumably. And okay. yeah, I, I think some of the things going for this, or against this rather, is that the main vampire, the Baron, is really lackluster. He sucks. Yeah, he, he kind of sucks. He, he's, he's, he's everything that you, you think of as a, a, with a bad kind of theatrical vampire who's just overdoing it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the main, uh, the female lead of um, Marianne I find her to be really annoying, and I, I like. <laughs> basically, I, I think it's 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 the writing that's mm. that's done this. I don't think it's the actress actress fault necessarily, uh, but yeah. I, I I do. You know what? Yeah. You know what I said? I said Marianne, more like Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, for the record, given what that that phrase is used to describe, that is so inaccurate to this because. Cause she, oh, of course. Cause she is useless in this movie. She she's never good at anything. So don't don't yeah. you know? Tim's cracking a joke because you know. Yes, I'm obviously name. kidding. Don't. Yeah. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, but she she doesn't do anything in this movie. She is the damsel who needs to be saved. Oh, yeah. uh, the entire mm -hmm. time. So there's there's no you know. So it's the opposite thing. It's this this no. She she she, she mm -hmm. needs to be stronger than this because she's. Just, but my problem with her is that there's like for some reason she has this kind of weird naive like questioning expression the entire like every, every single time like someone says some, so there's a whole like backstory section where the baroness who's invited her to stay at the mansion is talking to her over mm -hmm. dinner and almost every like sentence she says about oh my you know but my, my son has to hide away and she's like mm -hmm. but why mademoiselle but why and she has this like weird it's like you know wide-eyed like 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 a child and you know asking questions and she's just mm -hmm. constantly asking questions in ways that just started to really annoy me because she has nothing she is nothing mm -hmm. but a question machine and <laughs> she has no agency uh mm -hmm. the only thing she chooses to do on her own the entire movie is to kind of help the baron escape not knowing that he's a vampire obviously mm -hmm. and yeah <laughs> like everything with her just like I, I like when van helsing eventually showed up because he's not in the first like 20 minutes or whatever mm -hmm. i was like oh thank god it feels longer than that yeah <laughs> thank god peter cushion's finally here i, I, I don't have to mm -hmm. listen to this this french accent just <laughs> be like wee oui, wee oui? what <laughs> what is this what is what is wrong with you it's constant <laughs> uh yeah that was uh that was a, that was a little grating um in the it's not a very long movie like it's like what like probably like 80 something 85 minutes? 85 minutes yeah yeah but i don't know it still felt so long to me like especially this beginning part i was just like uh everything with her talking to this baroness and yeah like you said when they're just like she won't shut up about her son and stuff i was like oh my god i 
I, I don't like this. Yeah, because there's obviously some intrigue. It's sort of setting up that there's something wrong with her going here. The, the townsfolk, you know, react in a yeah, certain like way, the, kind of thing. Yeah, like, the, the opening isn't bad. Like, they have this kind of ominous narration, and then, yeah, she's in this, like, yeah, tavern, and, like, you know, her coach, uh, like, runs away and strands her, and, uh, you know, once they find out, like, where she's going, everyone's kind of like, ooh, oh, yeah, don't <laughs> go there, you idiot. It's... Well, no, it's not where she's going, because the, the school's a fine destination. It's that she's traveling alone, and oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think the impression is is that any woman, young woman who travels alone tends to get kidnapped in these parts. <laughs> Uh, or, or killed. <laughs> uh, yeah. t- turns on, they do get killed, but as you know, as as we, c- I mean, we're not spoilers yet, so I can't, <laughs> I can't say what I was about to say. But yeah. uh, I think another thing that I really critiqued in this one as I was watching it uh, is that mm-hmm. the bite marks on the on the, the victims' necks look mm-hmm. like this is some of the worst makeup I have ever seen. Like, <laughs> the, 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 they're, like it's just not only are they raised up off the neck in a really obvious way. The color of the edges doesn't even match the skin, so it just it looks like little blotches of makeup, and it just yeah. it looks really bad. I, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I, I had a problem with that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a terrible movie though. I think it's just really it's not the worst. It, no. it's, it's it's really mediocre. It it feels like they've just turned out a quick thing because the first one was successful without sure. really having a, a good story for it. Uh, having this knockoff, you know, not Christopher Lee vampire, it just hurts it immensely. I mean, no, and that's not, the thing is, is, I don't think it necessarily should be a problem. Like, there, there would almost be a charm to, no, Dracula's dead, so now we're going to go and, like, hunt other vampires. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be fine if it was done well, if it was, like, a fun adventure. Yeah. But, sure. uh, I just, I think the type of vampire they try to make here and the type of actor they cast, it's not so much that he's necessarily a bad actor, per se, although he's not great. It's mm-hmm. more... Like, they wanted the young, like, handsome guy who's going to, like, sweep her off her feet and she's going to be, you know, bewitched by the spell of the vampire. Uh, also, in fact, go back to, uh, no, not makeup, but, like, another effect that did not work for me is every time there was a bat, the the, the fake bats in this movie, <laughs> oh, oh, they drove me yeah. batty, Tim, positively batty. Uh, I, I liked it just because it was, like, Goofy. At least it's something in well, it's goofy and also it's like, well, at least it's something going on than just <laughs> other than just people sitting around a table talking or something like that, you know, <laughs> like That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh so no, I mean I mean there's 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 some in, insane moments to like towards the end when it kind of finally ramps mm-hmm. up and uh but a, a lot of it is just sort of like Van Helsing investigating things and talking to other doctors or talking to townsfolk about what's going on and try to convince the 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 because the, i think it's the local like, priest or whoever who's like called him in and then he's trying <laughs> to convince the other doctors or whoever uh the, you know what's happening is this is you know there's this there's vampires <laughs> and we have to be careful and, and watch out for this kind of thing <laughs> so yeah I, I also think it's kind of funny that i <laughs> i watch this on uh peacock <laughs> the new nbc <laughs> streaming I, I, service as you do yes <laughs> And it's just funny because like everything on like when you load it up, like everything is trying to get you to watch like, hey, check out some episodes of 30 Rock or Parks and Rec or SNL or like, you know, uh, Fast and Furious or something. I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm just here for Brides of Dracula. (laughs) Like, I just I I don't know if they're looking at the algorithm, you know, because it's usually important when you get a streaming service, like the first movie you watch, like, like determine stuff. So I was wondering if they're like. 
because uh, there's there's a free tier, right? Is that how you watched it? The free tier? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a uh, commercial breaks, okay. <laughs> which didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, actually, the commercials weren't bad. They're like th there wasn't a ton of them, and they were like you know like ten seconds or whatever. Sure. Sure. Uh, no, I, I get it. Uh, as someone who's used uh, uh, Tubi a couple of times, oh yeah, <laughs> which has all the full moon stuff on it, uh, and also the, ba basically me and Tara found just a treasure trove of like crappy sci-fi for bonus episodes on that service. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> uh, we just did Robo War with uh, starring Red Brown. Uh, it's a Predator knockoff. If anyone's uh, oh, okay. seen it, but well worth the I, viewing. I I just think it's funny that there's like some like streaming services that like you know like stuff like netflix and hulu yeah they have like a lot of crap on it but it still feels like there's someone in charge but like uh, these other streaming services it just feels like the wild west where it's just like <laughs> these companies are like all right what do we own put it all on there i don't like you know some weird like horror film from the 50s uh all right we have the license all right throw it hey, on I'm there glad it's on some the, weirdo i'm glad it's on there i mean obviously the ideal scenario oh, totally. is that you know shudder or Arguably a better service than Shudder. Because Shudder's <laughs> only 720p, come on. Shudder, like, I, I like, I love what you're doing, but come on, like, up your quality. Anyway, uh, but, like, you know, the idea that one horror service just had all the horror movies, like, that would be ideal from a, oh, yeah. Yeah. From a content point of view, but obviously it's unfeasible and never going to happen. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're fearing off course here. Brides of Dracula, Tim. we, we got to talk about yeah. uh, Brides of Dracula and the, 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 the fangs, which are far too bright to match anyone's teeth <laughs> in the movie so they, they stick out again is looking very fake and sort of added on which yeah. Uh, yeah it just it feels a it feels a bit rushed right everything about it feels I rushed. Wonder, like if, i mean uh i mean obviously like i guess you know color had been around for a while but like <laughs> i don't know i do wonder if like i don't know maybe some of this stuff like would have been better in black and white um yeah i mean it probably would have been and maybe these are you know and, like hide some of the stuff a little better hammer's low budget filmmaking from this you know this time period you know from the end of the 50s mm -hmm. and I, I do want to say that there's you know dracula and this and you know the other stuff that we're doing around that same time that might mm -hmm. have been their first foray into color so i, I do wonder if maybe mm -hmm. the british film industry hadn't quite transitioned for this you know type of effects work yet and maybe mm -hmm. that's why i mean Possibly, that, that would yeah. explain the makeup the bat was gonna look bad no matter what, <laughs> what it was in yeah but yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe that's one of the issues is that because uh, yeah. yeah, it, it does have that Technicolor kind of look to it. You know, the colors are very yeah. vivid and you know uh, over the top. Which it does, which like does kind of have its charm. Oh uh, sure, you yeah. know, like some instances, but yeah, the, <laughs> there's also instances in this where it's like, mm, yeah, like those teeth are really <laughs> sticking out. Like, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> the pun was always intended. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Don't believe his lies. Uh, so I, I think you know we'll give a spoiler warning so we can dive into the the the, the plot and mm -hmm. talk about what happens in it. Uh, I will take this time though to thank our Patreon producers. Uh, now this is the list from August because this is where we're recording this episode. The list at the end of the episode on the on the screen, mm -hmm. if you're watching the video version, should be up to date for October. But of course, you know we record these in advance. We have to, otherwise you wouldn't be able to get this many episodes in a month. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you to Alison M. Fordyce, Tyler Hess, Cindy Pelicius, David Short. Board now, Zammer Jammer, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, and Brett Williams. They are our patron producers uh, for the month of August, anyway. Uh, a little blast from the past. So they're all $20 above patrons. You can, of course, support us for much less than that. You can support us for as low as $1 per month and get a bonus exclusive episode of Streams After Midnight every month. Although this month, in the October thon, you get four because we're mm -hmm. nut jobs. But uh, you got all those exclusive episodes, and there's a whole back catalog that you can check out of those now. 
And you can also, of course, uh, get to vote at the $5 tier, as well as get early access to all the review episodes by mm-hmm. one day. So uh, mm-hmm. please do go have a look and see if you're interested. And of course, it is worth mentioning that you can support us for free by just hitting that like button. If you're on YouTube, mm-hmm. hit the like button, leave us a comment. Those are, you know, obviously big helps as well. Helps the YouTube mm-hmm. algorithm sh- shares out to more people. Uh, so please do. Uh, really important. So uh, that is uh, that is uh, the shilling uh, in the middle. Uh, so <laughs> full spoilers for The Brides of Dracula. And yeah, I actually, I, I delayed the opening quite a bit because uh, Marianne's mm. in, in the coach and the, the, the coachman who's obviously whipping the horses he he uh like he's going like as fast as he can like he's determined to get through this you know part of the country you know super fast he's, he's just you know he's, yep. he's 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 hell he's hell bent and there's this mysterious figure from the the, the forest who's sort of watching him as he because he has to stop at one point to like re- uh, move a log or a, a tree branch that's fell, fallen into the the road and <laughs> It, it's actually kind of left very vague. One, one of the things that I learned in the documentary is that bizarrely this mysterious character who's watching from the distance and then pays the coachman, presumably to uh, run off without her at the at the tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably he's working for the Baroness because she's luring in a young woman to feed her son. Yeah. What I think is weird, or, or what's interesting here about this, or, and it is kind of a weird fact, is that originally he was going to be the the like one of the main characters where he was going to like they weren't going to have Van Helsing he was going to be like the, the lead vampire hunter he was going to be like a student of Van Helsing, uh, and somehow like the the, uh, the guy in the woods was yeah the guy in the woods who pays okay. off the coachman who we see like maybe once or twice more after that just sort of like veering in the background, uh, it's it's so funny that he he went from being your Van Helsing two point <laughs> to being this character. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of odd. I just you know, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing about watching a documentary about a Hammer movie is that everyone in it is like a really old British dude because it's all movies <laughs> that were made you know a long time ago, so they're all they're yeah. all pretty old now. Uh, so mm-hmm. hey, you know, uh, you know, no judgments. Everyone has to get old. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, except for Dracula, I guess. Except for Dracula. Uh, <laughs> so you know, that's what it is. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, so. You know, you have the whole fear of everyone in the town. We're like, oh my god, you're traveling on your own. Oh, that's terrible. No, 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 no. You you have mm-hmm. to go. And the, the coach leaves immediately. The strands are there. And then the Baroness comes in. Uh, Joe was frustrated me during this scene. The Baroness comes in. And mm-hmm. before this point, the people who run the tavern have been telling Marianne she has to have something to eat. And they bring her out like a, a, a tray of uh, food. I, mm-hmm. I think it was a. Uh, uh, oh, I can't even remember what they said it was. But it was, you know, a plate of food uh, with some mm-hmm. wine and whatever. And then the Baroness comes in and makes up, you know, conjures some small talk and says, hey, would you like to have some of my wine with me? And she sits down with her. So I got really annoyed that she she, she came, you know, the food came mm-hmm. out and immediately mm-hmm. the woman who works there was like, oh, you have to go, you don't have time. And then the Baroness comes <laughs> in and she doesn't eat any of her food. She goes over to sit with the Baroness and then mm-hmm. basically through the small talk, the Baroness offers her, you know, a place to stay for the night. Hey, I can get you to the school in the morning. You can come stay with mm-hmm. me in my house. I would love to have the company. And she agrees, and she goes, "Well, it's settled then. We'll go go at once." And they both stand mm-hmm. up without ever taking a sip of the wine of of you know they've poured <laughs> for each other. And all I could think was, "Why is it every bit of food and drink in this scene presented and then not touched?" It was, it was just, it was, it was an epic. I'm not saying this is a proper like complaint. It's just, it sure. was, I was obsessed over. It. I was looking at it and I was like, "What are you doing? Eat the damn food, mm-hmm. drink the." Now, admittedly, mm-hmm. she does feed her at the house. She gives her like a big meal, mm-hmm. which was you know to have conversations about the the mysterious son who the townsfolk think is dead, but he isn't really. 
I'm mm. fine. Although clearly they know something's going on if they're actually warning, like, you know, travellers who are like, oh, you can't be here on your own. <laughs> you know, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. No, uh, th- yeah, I didn't notice that, uh, but it's very wasteful, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> this is the sort of commentary I keep time here for. Uh, but hopefully uh, <laughs> some busboys made some good work of it. <laughs> <laughs> so a little couple run tavern. Mm. I don't think there's a... Uh... Uh, you know a lot of staff there to, to, uh, if anything the, the, the husband's just like having a second helping of dinner for himself that night he's like well shame me let it go to waste I'll have another go yeah we'll have another round. Uh, so you, you said that you were very upset with the uh, well, upset's maybe a bit of a harsh word but uh, you were not enthralled by the stuff at the mansion itself with the Baroness please do uh, fill us no. in in that no. section of the film that's just boring <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, you just kept kind of kept waiting uh, for them to get to something interesting. Um, yeah, just a lot of them sitting around talking. Then finally, I, I, I guess like maybe it's a little intriguing once like she's at her room or whatever and she sees like the sun on the balcony or whatever with like the uh, the thing, like the chain around his ankle. Like, do you, see the, little, do you see the chain the first time you see him though? Or is that revealed uh, later when she goes to see him? I'm, First time, I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. They might have just talked, but um, yeah. I mean, again, it's just like a lot of boring talk that and didn't do anything for me. It's a lot of build up of who the son is, and she says that she's mm-hmm. he's sick in the head, and she has to keep him, you know, heading away blah, because blah, blah. of it. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> obviously, in the middle of the night, Marianne gets up and she walks down to where he is, and. <laughs> You know, he's kind of in the shadows at first, but he steps into the light, and he's this charming young man, mm-hmm. but he's he's chained at the ankle. Like, a, you know, this is savage, mm-hmm. what she's doing to her son. <laughs> so she goes and gets a key for him. Uh, it becomes quite clear that the uh, the nanny character who works here is, mm-hmm. uh, like, his familiar. You know, the person who kind of, like, works for mm-hmm. him and does stuff for him. Uh, I, I don't know if the plan was going to be for her to, like, drag her to, to this room later on that night so that so that he could feed on her or something because you know that, that's generally what, what's implied here is that the baroness kidnaps young women to like keep him alive or to feed him essentially yeah so i mean do, do they ever explain why like this like simple chain is able to hold him like i don't know i feel like if you're a vampire like there's stuff you could do transform into a bat use strength to I mean, transforming into, <laughs> transform into a bat would definitely get out of the situation. Uh, that simple answer is, Tim, that no, they do not in any way explain <laughs> why this chain is able to hold them. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's an interesting idea. Like, yeah, you're in this kind of unfamiliar, you know, like a aristocracy's household. And, you know, this mother has this weird son who's chained up. Like, that stuff is interesting. But then... Yeah, when you're watching it, like the execution of it is just I don't know, dull to me. Maybe it's um, doused in holy water or something. Oh, uh, maybe. I, 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 <laughs> Apparently, I in this movie, like holy water can just fix everything. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Let's <laughs> not rush ahead. Like it's a like it's a decent enough weapon in Castlevania, but I don't know if it can do some yeah. of the things I think it does. <laughs> yeah, basically, he kills his own mother. Once once he gets out, he bites his own mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the familiar lady is like screaming that you know that uh, the Marianne you let him out. Marianne is so creeped out by this she runs out into the forest into the night <laughs> and eventually collapses and that's when Van Helsing just kind of stumbles into her and I, which it feels like a really big coincidence at first 
It's not as coincidental as you think, though, later on, because, it, you know, someone called them to this region because they, they suspect there's vampires because of all the girls who are dying. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that much of a stretch once you realize, no, he's been called here because of the same problem. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he helps her get to the, the school and she's, like, taken in. And luckily, we kind of hear less of her <laughs> from this point <laughs> on. Uh, because I, 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 do, I, I did find her kind of annoying, like, her inquisitive mm-hmm. nature to everything. But she's always kind of just mildly shocked at everything as well, and the way she delivers mm-hmm. the lines, it just really irritated me. But, uh, you know, Van Helsing's there, it's a little bit easier to get into him kind of, like, you know, probing around. I did think it was odd, though, the first time, like, someone suggests that, uh, like, I, he goes to the tavern and he notices that there's garlic mm-hmm. hanging up. Like, he seems, mm-hmm. like, surprised, and I'm like, dude, Van, <laughs> Uncle Van, you, 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 you're well aware of what this is and why it's here. Like, you know what's going on. Don't don't uh, get yeah. into this. Because uh, there's, there's, like, a... He- there's like a wake going on like behind the curtain mm-hmm. uh for a girl who turned up dead and it's like uh, obviously she's got the bite marks and she's the first bride <laughs> of dracula as it were mm-hmm. not dracula himself though uh fair yes. <laughs> and dracula should be suing them for this title oh sure <laughs> yeah uh, actually the original title in the script was disciple of dracula which would have made more sense oh totally yeah yeah that would have implied well, that dracula I... sired him and that's why it's called disciple of dracula but whatever and I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting, but do they ever actually mention Dracula by name? Like, do they ever say like, "Oh, this guy got his the, powers from Dracula" or anything? Or the only time that the word Dracula is uttered, I think, because I noticed that, mm-hmm. is when Van Helsing's explaining. I, th- I think to the either the doctor mm-hmm. or maybe someone else, but he's he's in a carriage and he's explaining uh, the bites. Uh, he says mm. that sometimes that the curse of the vampire is called Dracula's curse or something like that. He he, 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 <laughs> okay. he, he calls the bite marks Dracula's curse or something to that effect. Dracula's something. Mm. So he uses it as a name for something, but he never mm-hmm. really talks about Dracula himself, I don't think. Uh, you might be thinking of Castlevania Three, Dracula's curse. maybe but it's de- it was definitely something like that it was like dracula's yeah. mark or dracula's something you know it was, it was something like that but he used that as a name <laughs> oh yes why are you giggling tim uh, <laughs> share with the class it's a uh it just sounds like one of those like old-timey phrases you might use like for like when a like when a girl gets her period or something <laughs> <laughs> like oh uh like oh i need to be excused i uh have dracula's curse right now <laughs> <laughs> uh dear um i mean it's kind of the opposite you this is it's losing blood than, sure you know take it oh i suppose the, the victims are still losing yeah. blood i guess so uh, my, my apologies to uh, any i don't know if we have any female listeners but if we do i apologize we, we, we do Tim. We, we talk about i'm pretty sure the youtube analytics tell us that about 38 percent of our audience are our ladies so how does youtube know that that's weird it goes out into the park and looks up all the skirts obviously oh, oh okay oh good <laughs> Hey, anything I can drop a quality Jurassic Park reference, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll take my chance. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's you know that's, that's part of the movie. Like you know, they they bury the 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 woman uh, who died. Uh, she does get up, 
I, I thought Van Helsing came across as a little bit useless in this scene where she gets up, where he seems to be shocked that things are happening, and just he runs in and kind of fails to really stop anything. So the woman gets away. You know, the new, the new newly born vampire gets away. Uh, it's like he he needed to be reminded of like everything that happened in the last movie. Like he needed to play back that like recording that he yes. made on his big weird yeah like ancient recording device yeah. <laughs> big gramophone thing uh and, and then you know the second bride as it were is actually the another teacher at the school who is talking heavily with uh with marianne at one point she, she sort of introduces her around and stuff like that because uh, halfway through the movie the baron shows up at the school and uh, you know bit under the guise of like bringing marianne all of her stuff and they kind of head it off and basically the you know the 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 guy who runs this school doesn't like any of the teachers mm. to have like you know people over. I, I think he calls them. Mm. Uh, what does he call them? I don't know. It wasn't guests. It was something else. Uh, followers, I think, was the the phrase. Uh, is it, that, this guy's actually he's, he's actually ahead of his time. He's, he's if he was alive today, he'd be a big Twitter guy. Mm. But unfortunately, there's no Twitter. Oh sure. He's, he's, he's going to, he's going around talking about likes and followers mm. and and. The, the weird one is when he says, oh, someone retweeted that, which in a late, in a late <laughs> was, 19th century yeah. concept, I don't know what that means, but... Uh, it took me out of the movie for a bit. Yeah. He's like, hey, <laughs> how about you come over and I'll give you a bit of a tweet. <laughs> and his oh wife's my. like, what are you saying, Reginald? <laughs> what are you saying? Speak English, my man. Uh, so, <laughs> but basically when he comes into the room... Uh, first of all when he realizes who this is it's the baron he's like oh baron i do apologize uh mm -hmm. but also like she immediately says oh we've just agreed to be married i'm like whoa, whoa first of all first of all <laughs> this was one conversation and you're now engaged mm -hmm. i mean okay i get that he has like a hypnosis eyes you know because they kind mm -hmm. of like you know, talk about that later in the movie but first so that's first of all secondly and again the hypnosis eyes might explain this but she did flee the mansion for her life because she felt that something dangerous was going on and she doesn't even bring it up with them. She doesn't even mention, oh, that was a weird night. A lot of stuff happened. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you wouldn't think she fled for her life and ran through the forest. I'm just, you know, something... Again, the hypnosis size maybe gets away with all of this, but I don't know. It mm -hmm. felt a bit jarring to me. Uh, it was a different time. I don't think people... Yeah, they, they respected uh, people's privacy back then. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, so so there's a scene afterwards, though, where she's engaged and her friend who works there is like, damn, he's so handsome. I wish it was me. And, you know, just really, like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a baroness. You're going to have a mansion, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, of course, the baron shows up after Marianne leaves and, uh, it fades away before the actual kill, unfortunately, but, it, it you know, he shows up and clearly he's going to bite her. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is, like, the next big... It, it, it almost plays like a like a serial killer movie where, like, Van Helsing hears of... Because like, when he meets the other doctor who's coming to town, he's going to the crime scene uh, to, like, see what's happened to someone. And when he hears about it, he's like, wait, what? There's been a girl killed? Oh, I'm coming with you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but basically, when he runs into Marianne, Marianne's like, oh, I've been engaged. And he's like, oh, congratulations. Who's the lucky man? It's like, oh, the Baron. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> by this point in the movie, he's already went to the mansion and like discovered mm -hmm. the uh, the mum who's turned been turned, you know, the Baroness has been turned into a vampire. And mm -hmm. he's at the staker. Which, by the way, why, why is it in these old vampire movies is the location of the heart such a hard concept to grasp? <laughs> he stakes her in the goddamn stomach. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I got no explanation for it. <laughs> of course you don't. Of course you don't. Uh, it's like anatomy books weren't as easy to come by. <laughs> then. He's a trained doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like, okay, if you tell me the average like, person mm. thinks the hearts in the middle are a bit lower or something. First of all, mm. I question that a little bit because you can literally just put your hand in your chest and feel it beating. You know, you can sort of tell where it is. But secondly, yeah. this is not some average Joe. This is not, you know, Baroness Marianne Lefluge or whoever walking around mm. all, 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 all idiot-like because they never got proper schooling in the, in the time period. No, this is a trained mm. medical professional. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think... Can you just use, like, a really, really big stake just to kind of cover your bases? You could, yeah. It's um, like, all right, I mean, it, it's like, all right, this thing is hitting something <laughs> with I mean, it, wherever it goes. I, I've definitely seen, uh, in the hit television show, Buffer the Vampire Slayer, I definitely saw mm. everything used from a pencil all the way up to, like, a giant log that was, like, you know, like, <laughs> sure. like, like a wooden beam that broke from the ceiling. Uh, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure Faith uh, did that with uh, Conquistos, how I say, with the name of that vampire in season three. Uh, but regardless... <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Buffy at one point in season one used uh, like a white picket fence, like she grabbed one of the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> one of those. Uh, mm. What what do you what do you call like one part of the the white picket fence? What's that one? Just a picket. <laughs> a picket, yeah, yeah, one, one picket. picket. <laughs> yeah, one picket. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She she she's she like, picked a picket. Hey, she's like, hey vampire, I'm going to give you wood. Mm. You know what? I'm actually shocked <laughs> that in seven seasons of Buffy they never cracked that joke. Hmm. Uh, they did, Interesting. They did do the, the thing in Hush though, where she's like trying to motion staking a vampire uh, when they're oh, all, yeah. when they all can't speak. So they, they do kind of yeah. do a tangential joke, I suppose. But regardless, <laughs> anyway, uh, hmm. where were we? Yeah. So 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 uh, there's a kind of a, the other doctor that he meets is kind of like a, just a comic relief character who's just he's constantly worried that he's going to catch something from one of his patients. So he takes mm-hmm. all of these elixirs and he's like doing all this stuff. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole comedy beat where. He's getting the, the women in the tavern to, like, hold his head down over a bowl, you know, a, a warm bowl that he's put some, like, stuff in. And he's basically screaming for his life until she lets him up. And he's like, what are you doing? I told you not to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just all comic relief stuff. It's, not, it's kind of like, okay, it's vaguely, slightly amusing. I don't know why it's here, though. It feels a bit yeah. over the top. I, honestly, I completely forgot about that part. Yeah, I don't yeah. even remember why that was a thing i don't know but it's there yeah. <laughs> uh it, 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 it's, a, it's a thing in the movie uh so but yeah so he's very upset when he hears that she's going to to marry the the, the baron um mm-hmm. and from from there there's a scene where she goes to the uh it's not even like the undertaker's place it's it's like it's like the uh i, I guess the the carpenters because it's this it's like the guy the guy who makes like coffins but he's also making like straps for horses and stuff like that like harnesses um <laughs> but she goes there and for some reason at the place where they build the coffin the body's in the coffin i, I don't understand why that's, that's like a really <laughs> like surely is is built here and then the coffin goes to <laughs> you know the coroners or the church or or, or whatever it may be in this time period where the body would put the coffin it feels weird for the it's not like it's like they take the body to the guy who makes the coffin and he builds the coffin around her to make sure around it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this will fit yeah. this will do 
Uh, but of course, the she gets up and so this is the second bride, as it were, of of of, of the movie. Um, would you start petting your cat or whatever you do? It's so distracting. <laughs> You're supposed to be focused on she... Brides of Dracula here. Come on. <laughs> well, Damien's one of the brides of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just wants so many pets. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've asked you this before, but what what mm-hmm. what was the thought process in naming the the, the girl cat Damien? Uh, I named after uh, Damien Wayne because uh, that was like kind of you know in the midst of all the Morrison Batman stuff, and I okay. really like that character. Oh, at, oh. at the time, I don't think at the time I even I didn't. I knew I was just getting the cat. I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal, but just, you know, it's, uh, interesting. I've had people, like, get, like, legit mad because, like, they think I'm, like, misgendering my cat or whatever. I'm like, I can assure you that she does, <laughs> she does not care. <laughs> yeah, I, that's so weird. Again, to bring out Buffy and Angel again, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, a woman in that called Fred, for example. Yeah, which is shocking for Winifred, admittedly, but you know, I I think that's totally fine. Uh, totally. Yeah. But hey, um, anyway, where, where was it going? So yes, uh, so again, Van Helsing, like he runs in to save Marianne mm. here because, like the you know the the the, the friend that now vampire is like, oh, he's waiting for you at the <laughs> mill, Marianne. You should go mm-hmm. to the mill, and he he comes running in, and when he runs in, instead of like running after the the vampire who's now running and getting away. He immediately runs to Marianne, who faints in his arms, because that was the more important thing to do right now. I don't know. Like, sometimes his choices in this movie leave some room for desire, is all I'm saying. There's room for improvement. Really, he got cocky, like, after defeating Dracula, mm-hmm. that he's just letting a lot of stuff slide now. Yeah, yeah. He's really, you know, he's, he's not in his prime anymore. He's letting everything yeah. just go. <laughs> Uh, this is why he takes like several movies off before he comes back because he has to like you know train again he, he has to go back into the into the dojo and <laughs> you know to do his uh, sticks and the what would you call the, the sticks yeah the, 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 and the, what would you call the dummy thing where you, you know you see them doing the the blocking like quickly all, all... oh sure um <laughs> you know what I'm talking about it's like, you know, it's like, like yeah like a pole that's got all these sticks coming out of it and they sort of quickly do the, the, the blocking up and down with their arms yeah, I'm sure there's a there's got to be a technical name for it I'm sure I have there no is. idea what it is I don't know what it is either but Peter Cushing Van Helsing's in, in a dojo doing that after this movie I, mm-hmm. I guarantee it uh, of course but so like, do you think when he, when he saw his paycheck for this movie he <laughs> changed his name to instead of Peter Cushing to Peter Kaching. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's, that's definitely what happened. One day, I hope to change my name to Peter Kaching uh, uh, if it's applicable. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, we get this crazy thing. I mean, I, I don't actually remember exactly the logistics of how who gets where here, but mm-hmm. basically, Van Helsing ends up in the mill where he's he's, he's chasing after the, the the braids, right? The two braids that are there, which. I think at this time period, like, mills were, like, the popular place for, sure. like, your movies to end. It was, like, the the airport hangar of, uh, like, of their day. Is this because uh, Frankenstein from 1931 ended at a mill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, so you, three places so, uh, you, wait, your movie can end up. Hold on, hold on. But you said of this time, this movie's literally 29 years later. It's three decades after Frankenstein. <laughs> are you are you saying that the 30s through the 60s are all the one time period? That's all the one 
shebang. Okay. Yeah. It's all just one thing. Okay. So, but he ends up, right, and the vampire, you know, and, and the Baron shows up, right? B- vampire <laughs> Baron. Baron the Vampire. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, so he shows up. And, you know, I'll, I'll give it credit. I was actually a little bit shocked okay. in this scene because Van Helsing just outright loses and the Baron bites him. So when, when the Baron bit yeah. into him, I thought, oh, I didn't see that coming. And I know yeah. he's in future movies, so I was thinking for... And even though I've seen this before and I've just forgotten mm-hmm. it all because it's, it's honestly pretty forgettable. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, like, is he a vampire when he comes back in the later movies? Like, is, is that what happens here? Mm-hmm. And then the movie pulls out of his ass something that it never explains. <laughs> it just... So <laughs> apparently, apparently, heating up and or he's got like a what do you call it? Like a furnace, right? It's yeah, like a uh, when you the, I guess like kind of like a, a welder's like a, furnace or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if it's like the same kind of thing like you use to like when you like brand cattle or whatever. Sure, sure. But I guess like kind of like the same concept. Like you're taking a, I don't know, some type of metal uh device and then heating it up and yeah yeah so yeah. so he he <laughs> he he heats up <laughs> he's got a cross right he's got a cross that he's been using to fend off the vampires mm-hmm. uh, and he drops that right before the baron shows up which is why he doesn't have which is why he loses he heats mm-hmm. up a, an iron right mm-hmm. and i mean I, I say an iron i don't mean like an iron you need iron clothes with i mean just like a you know an iron rod and yeah. mm-hmm. He presses it against his wound to cauterize the the vampire bite, like a like a total badass, right? He you know, he he's, he mm-hmm. obviously can't touch it with his bare hands. He's got like you know, a scarf wrapped around it so he can hold it, and then he, he puts mm-hmm. it against his own neck. He immediately like winces in pain and drops it, and then afterwards mm-hmm. he pours holy water over his wound. And for some mm-hmm. reason, for some reason, <laughs> I so if you were going to tell me that if he did this right away, it somehow stops the spread of the vampire virus. Okay, I've never seen that mm-hmm. before, but I'll I'll accept if that's what you're telling me. The rules are in this world. I'll accept it. But that's not what just happens, though. His wounds <laughs> disappear like he's Wolverine. The, the two bite marks, the two fang bite marks, just fade away and his skin is perfectly healed as if he's yeah. a goddamn mutant. That's holy water for you. <laughs> what? But, yeah, it, it, it's so strange. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this, like, done, yeah, like, in any other type of movie before, like, it makes sense, like, in, in a zombie movie, I feel like, you know, sometimes someone gets bit and then they'll, like, uh, you know, chop off their arm or something to, like, slow the spread of infection. But I feel like with a vampire, it's like, well, I mean, he, he's already in there. Like, you know, he's sank his fangs into you. Like, whatever's being transferred from him to you, uh, I don't think it's going away just because you, like, cauterized the wounds. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess Ca- the... Wait, cauterized? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... You mean cauterized? Cauterize, whatever. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of used a cauldron, cauldron, I suppose, if we're, if we're going with that. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, but, like, the... Like, if anything, like it seems like it would make more sense to put the holy water on first to, like, kind of clear the infection and oh, then, be, yeah. like, heat it up. I don't know. Wait, are you saying his uh, holy water is alcoholic? It's, it's good for... Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, do what gets me, though, is that he rolls up his sleeve, he's taking off his jacket, and he's like, I'm <laughs> going to do this and it's going to hurt. And he does it. I'm like, this is like a scene out of a Rambo movie where he's like, you know... He's... It is, yeah. <laughs> it is badass. Like, I do I do like it. It is just kind of... 
out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like the, the actual logic behind it and the explanation, which, which is, well, uh, the lack of explanation, I should say, is just mm. so, like, batshit and just, like, nothing that... It, it, it's kind yeah. of like a, a weird cheap thing, but at the same time, at this point, I was just into how insane the scene was that I was kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I also like, because he also throws holy water at the Baron after this, and he's, like, half of his face is, like, melted. This is actually one of the the few times I thought the makeup looked... Mm. Maybe maybe not amazing. Like it wasn't like up to like a, a more like eighties movie or whatever standard, but sure. <laughs> it looked fun. Like it was a fun kind of like half like burned face. Yeah, like this is a like the. I mean, admittedly, it's you know right at the end of the movie, but this is like the part of the movie where I actually started like uh, to like it a lot because there's like a lot of cool stuff hap- happening and. Yeah, they have, like, a nice little fight. Like, it's kind of, like, almost, like, feels, like, a little, like, swashbuckly. Like, he's kind of swinging mm-hmm. on ropes and, like, kicking them and, like, stuff. And, um, and yeah, then, like, you know, shit's actually happening. Like, he's getting bit and the, the yeah, like, the brides are just all kind of watching. So, yeah, I, I like Ma- that's, like... Marianne you know. almost gets bit, of course. Uh, <laughs> you know, she she's there at that this point. She's been lured in. And, you know... He, like she, she ultimately fights back. So it's the end of the movie is that they leave the mill burning because it ends up being set in fire, and like you know the vampires are all burning inside as you know Van Helsing and Marianne's outside like embracing each other. Um, you know it's it's, it's kind of your typical very quick ending. You know these these old movies mm. tend to just immediately go to credits like the second the the, the villain's mm. been defeated. It's kind of a weird yep. uh, facet I mean, to you, them. You, well, you're leaving out the huge part go about on. how well. <laughs> The way he actually like defeats like the Baron is like he's running outside, but then uh, Van Helsing he actually takes the windmill blades mm-hmm. and like pushes them like such a way so that they basically line up as a cross and make like a big like cross shadow <laughs> that yep. like falls over the Baron, which like it's it, it's it's like really over the top and silly, but again like it it is also like kind of like charming. Like I think it works <laughs> like for this movie. Yeah. So. I can't wait till uh, like the one set in the future where they, they get like space stations to form like a star alignment, making a giant cross <laughs> in the sky uh, to to beat the you know, Dracula twenty fifty five or whatever we're going to end up doing. It's uh, not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is um, it is very funny though because like I feel like so conditioned uh to the point where like yeah you do know that like crosses and holy water. Like, you can use them as tools to fight vampires, but, like, they never seem to be, like, the ultimate weapon that they kind of act like they are in this. Like, like just, like, the, I guess, the mere, like, sight of a giant cross, like, can kill them, which is, like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I guess it's at least you're trying to do something original, like, you mm-hmm. you're not just, like, repeating the last movie or something. That's cool, but <laughs> it's also, like, oh, okay, I never they were that effective yeah it's all right I, I, something i said earlier about the doctor character that it feels like there's some awkward like misplaced humor it's more hijinksy as an the, the scene mm. where the baron's just proposed and he's talking to the uh the people who run the school he mentions they have a nice house and, and nice grounds and then at the end of the scene there's just a little punchline where he says you know uh on, on a budget or something like that he says something like that to imply that it's, you know, it's good for the price you know it's just not a, a, a big nice home and mm-hmm. it's played kind of like a sort of little, again, little sort of hijinksy comedy where the reaction of the, the, the husband is kind of like, oh, like, it's, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> like that in the movie that it, it makes it feel like it's, it's not taking itself seriously like the first one. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying that these can't be a little campy because even the first one is inherently a little bit campy because of the time period and sure. just, you know, just mm-hmm. how it looks and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like this one 
just like I, I was finding it hard to even feel like it was set in the same world, even though Van Helsing was back mm -hmm. as you know with the same actor. So yeah, I, I'm definitely curious to see you know because I've I've because the last one I've seen is the next one I've seen uh, Dracula Prince of Darkness, which is the next one coming up with Christopher okay. Lee. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to see how that like sort of goes to sh you know returns to form after this one or you know does this one just feel like it's a weird like, almost like Freddy's Revenge S movie where it's just like yeah it's the second one it's kind of weird mm -hmm. and different and you know but it gets back to the real stuff for the one afterwards. Okay, I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, uh, I mean ultimately there was some fun stuff in it, um, but. Yeah, it just didn't. Uh, it's a shame because I really did like that first one, and uh, yeah, it sucks. It didn't really do much for me. But I mean, I'm still excited to, yeah, keep going and yeah, know, see the if, other ones. Even if like I never really like them after this, I'm still excited to just see them all and have it all crossed off the oh, list yeah. and so totally. have some have some you know have some context for all of it. But maybe some of them will be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but Brides of Dracula yeah. uh, is <laughs> kind of a a really mediocre sequel overall. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of charm. There's, there's some fun moments at the end that are kind of silly but fun. So. You don't even see uh see any wedding. <laughs> There's no wedding. There's not, no. Well the wedding never happens. More like the you know, more like a fiancés of Dracula. <laughs> if anything. I I guess that's true. He's he's kinda of building an mm. army actually. Because he's escaped, <laughs> he's like building this army of uh of of braids to I, I don't know, <laughs> take over the world or something. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> what, what, Isn't there... what, what is his agenda? That's what I want to know, Tim. What's his agenda? Great question. Uh, I don't know, uh, but is that's one of the like one of the new? I mean, I feel like you know so much stuff is in development, but that's like one of the new ones they said is like they're doing like a movie called The Brides or whatever, right? Uh, they are, yeah. But that's actually supposed to be based around the you know, the, the, the actual the, the brides who are in Dracula's yeah. castle, yeah. I mean, that that sounds cool to me. I'm definitely interested in that. Sure. Sure, but no, I'm having fun sort of go through again. This is it's, it's kind of a criminal hill it took us to get to some Hammer movies. Uh, you know, four four hundred plus episodes into the show, but uh, it's nice mm. to be working through one of them. And uh, sure, but anyway, so I, I guess we're ready to rate the uh, the the film. I, I guess my final point would just be that it is severely lacking the character of the first one. And the, you know, Christopher mm. Lee's missing. It feels like it's just kind of this hijinksy middle of the road sequel that's been rushed out. It doesn't feel like it has the drive of the atmosphere of the first one. So, mm -hmm. uh, why would you rate Brides of Dracula? Uh, I think I'm gonna give it a four point five. It's kind of just below like the middle mark for me. Um, you know, like I can't say that like, oh my god, I I hate this. It was like, uh, you know, painful to watch or anything. Uh, but. Yeah, I I did definitely feel it was like pretty slow and you know pretty bored at times, but um yeah, I mean at least it did have like you said, like there's like a little bit of charm. Um and you know, sometimes it is cool just to watch like you know some of these older movies just to kind of see, you know, the way like the sets look and that kind of stuff. Like th there's a little bit of interesting stuff there and then I did like you know, even though it's you know, <laughs> uh late in the movie and there isn't much of it, but like I did like all the stuff at the end once it is actually getting you know, very vampire-y and stuff, as silly as it gets, like, that stuff did work a lot for me, so, um, 4.5, not great, uh, but, hey, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I'm a little bit more positive, uh, I, I wouldn't go below the 5, I'm even tempted to go with a 5.5, 5, uh, mm. which is to say that I think it's very watchable, maybe a little slow in places, mm. uh, some of the silly over-the-top stuff definitely lifts it up a little bit, but at the same time, some of the silly effects of the bats, uh, 
<laughs> to kind of drag it down at the same time as does the the makeup stuff so it's you know it's just, yeah I, I'll, I'll probably settle on uh the the five i think i'll just go with the even five mm. down the middle uh and just leave it there uh so yeah if you made it this far on the review and the comments on youtube please put the words uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh blood sucking okay <laughs> right blood sucking i want the word blood sucking in the comments uh, i'm gonna get tim to pose for the thumbnail so tim if you can make sure okay. your head's not cough mm -hmm. at the top three two one pose that's what you did for the first one <laughs> actually that's not true you also did your hands up so i guess it's a little yeah. bit different all right fine i'll let it go so it's like the it's like the you know it's not as good as the first one <laughs> but all right all right i'll let you away with it but you, you better have something different for the third one though i'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now um already planning on it <laughs> uh yeah so as we mentioned earlier please do like and all that stuff uh on the youtubes uh, it's really important uh helps us out a lot as does patreon of course patreon.com slash mailfuzz for bonuses and all that kind of thing get us on the twitter at mailed underscore fuzz uh Actually, well, you can get us on mail underscore for channel updates, but you can also get us at Screams Midnight for more specific Screams updates, uh, some random memes and stupid jokes from me and Tim. Uh, Tim especially gets kind of wacky on there. Uh, so that's at Streams Midnight. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's the October thon, of course. A lot of extra episodes. There will definitely be a Streams After Midnight later in the month. So make sure you check mm -hmm. out that. Uh, we're recording this a bit in advance, so we have no idea what we're doing for it right now. But I'm sure it's something fun. Uh, so go mm -hmm. do go check out that. Uh, otherwise uh, that's pretty much us uh, you know just make sure you're checking out uh, you know, all the other episodes we're putting out this month uh, check out the sister show the atomic cinema experiment the sci-fi movie podcast that I do with Tara uh, we've got a theme month right now we're doing all 70s movies this month uh, obviously just a regular slate of episodes not the ridiculous amount that me and Tim are doing for the month but uh, something mm -hmm. some some counter programming as it were uh, mm -hmm. so go have a have a look-see but uh, yeah, that is uh, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time. <laughs>